Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it. This is page 624. Others. As I said, Alvaron would never know the difference and four royals would cover a full term's tuition at the university. After I secured the mayor's lockbox in the bottom of my travel sack, each of us decided what we would scavenge from the bandit's equipment. The tents we left for the same reason we hadn't brought our own in the first place. They were too bulky to carry. We took as much of their food as we could stow, knowing the more we carried, the less we would have to buy. I decided to take one of the bandit's swords. I wouldn't have wasted the money to buy one since I didn't know how to use it. But if they were free for the taking... As I was looking over the assorted weapons, Tempe came over and gave a few words of advice. After we had narrowed my options to two swords, Tempe finally spoke his mind. You cannot use a sword. Questioning. Embarrassment. I got the impression that to him, the thought of someone not being able to use a sword was more than slightly shameful, like not knowing how to eat using a knife and fork. No, I said slowly, but I was hoping you could show me. Tempe stood very still and quiet. I might have taken it for a refusal if I had not come to know him so well. This type of stillness meant he was thinking. Pauses are a key part of a demic conversation, so I waited patiently. The two of us stood quietly for a minute, then two, then five, then ten. I fought to stay still and quiet. Perhaps this was a polite refusal. I thought myself terribly savvy, you see. I had known Tempe for nearly a month, learned a thousand words and fifty pieces of the Adam hand speech. I knew the Adam were not bashful about nudity or touching, and I was beginning to grasp the mystery that was the Lathani. Oh yes, I thought I was terribly clever. Had I truly known anything about the Adam, I never would have dared to ask Tempe such a question. Will you teach me that? He pointed across the camp to where my loot case lay, leaning against a tree. I was caught off guard by the question. I had never tried to teach anyone how to play the lute before. Perhaps Tempe knew this and was implying something similar about himself. I knew he was prone to subtly layered speaking. A fair offer. I nodded. I will try. Tempe nodded and pointed to one of the swords we had been considering. Wear it, but no fighting. With that, he turned and left. At the time, I took this for his natural brevity. That's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. Jeremy has returned to the Harpy people, not content to be devoured and reconstituted into a slurry uh, on his previous visit. (laughs) He has decided to return to finish the job. Oh, I see. It didn't actually happen last time. See, I thought that he had been turned into a slurry and then like rose from the slurry back into his himself. Yeah, exactly. But I think that he needs to be re-slurrified. Oh, I see. That's that's the sense I get. Maybe he enjoyed the process so much. He got a sort of sexual thrill, yeah, from from being digested and regurgitated into the mouths of waiting harpy fledglings. Wonderful. Uh, Jeremy is to the harpies as the interns are to Omathai Manor. <laughs> are you suggesting that we get a sexual thrill out of masticating the interns, Jordana? No, I'm suggesting that the interns enjoy being devoured by our mansion, which is now sentient. Ah, well, you're... <laughs> that's a layer I was not prepared to countenance to that bit, but we we soldier on. <laughs> I believe that uh, so first off, ten minutes of like silence is a shockingly long time, and I feel like Rothfuss maybe is I, I don't know just to what extent it's hyperbolic. It's like have you ever tried to sit 
quietly for one minute, it's really, really hard to just like sit and do nothing. Anyone who's tried to meditate will know this, that even like a single minute, let alone five minutes of nothing of silence is, uh, is brutal to wait through in 10 minutes, 10 minutes waiting for a response in a conversation that seems even to someone seasoned to the ADEM, that seems uh, unlikely. Yeah. But you know, it's a story. It like, it feels excruciating. Like 10 minutes would be ridiculous. But also, yeah. I feel like there's a lot about Tempe's reactions here that, like, we still don't know. Like, Foth has said that, like, as the narrator tells us that, like, he thinks one thing, but, like, maybe, like, almost that, like, he, th- this is the thing that he thinks, but he's also telling us, the reader, that, like, he thought he was terribly clever, which leads us to think that the thing that he thinks is maybe not the real thing that is occurring. Like, even just the last sentence on the page, what was that about his brevity or something? Well, the sense I get is that uh, Foth has asked Tempe for something that is equally taboo as Tempe asking Foth to play music. And that's why Tempe is so, like, taken aback. Um, I don't quite remember what exactly... I think, like, the idea of teaching endemic fighting to a barbarian, to an outsider, is, like, completely taboo, right? So... Normally, Tempe would never countenance such a thing, and that's kind of what Quoth is getting at when he says, if I had known the ADEM, I would never have asked such a question. But Tempe, who is uh, music curious and also you know, terribly probably ashamed of his interest in music because it's such a taboo among his people, uh, is like, he's torn because on the one hand, he's like probably shocked and appalled that Quoth would dare ask him to teach him fighting. But on the other hand, he has uh, glimpsed music now and is interested in it. And so he's like weighing back and forth whether yeah, he wants I should exchange, I should violate my taboo, uh, my culture's taboo in order to, to learn from, from Quoth. That's the sense I get. Yeah. Okay. That, that feels correct. I agree. Good talk. <laughs> Good talk. I do feel that 10 minutes is, is an awfully long time for anything. For example, if Trinan and I were to sit in perfect silence for one minute, uh, it would be an excruciating exercise for you, the listener, and for us, because we need to fill the air with our dulcet tones, lest our thoughts come and enter into our consciousness we have to push the thoughts away that's why we podcast that's why we listen to podcasts it's so we don't have to think we don't have to spend any time dealing with the innermost uh, turmoils and ennuis that we avoid grappling with that's why we fill our days with talks about books and movies and marvel uh, who's gonna play who in the next marvel movie it's so we don't think about the really uh, difficult troubling truths that that simmer beneath the surfaces when it comes to being alive and human i don't know how if i like where you're going with this (laughs) i I don't necessarily disagree but i don't like it well no of course not that's why we listen to podcasts (laughs) so we don't have to deal with it (laughs) also among other things you're getting away from the page oh shame on me yes also so we were talking about how 10 minutes is a really long time 10 minutes is like like some of our episodes, some of our whole episodes are ten minutes. So, like, what if we just posted an episode that was silence? Like, that would 
Yeah, exactly. And we, can we do that? Can we get away with that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's post an episode that's our reenactment of Quoth waiting for Tempe to respond to his request to uh, teach him the sword. A staged I, reading. I feel, like, I feel like we shouldn't put anyone through that. Maybe as a Patreon episode. <laughs> Maybe as, yeah, they're paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> Give us your $1 a month and you can get 10 minutes of silent airtime. Although I do once. think that'd be pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just once. Maybe it'd be pretty a, funny April Fool's April gag, Fool's I think. Joke, yeah. We like, advertise it as a staged reading. Uh, and then that's actually what it is. All right. Well, I'll write that down and we'll see if a year from now or slightly less than a year from now, we remember to do that as our, yeah, we'll put that in the chamber. Yep. Excellent. I, uh, I'm out of notes. Are are you? you Well, I'm pleased to report that our mailbag is plump with letters, but I feel it's unfair to, uh, crack them open without Jeremy here. So, uh, I say let's uh, let's wrap up this one and move on. Hopefully, the re reconstituted slurry that uh, it once was Jeremy will uh, dribble its way back into the studio in good time, and he can uh, rejoin us and uh, recomplete us in much the same way that his own body was recompleted, put together with uh, slurry and uh, harpy spit. Yeah, that. Uh, on tomorrow's page of the wind. Don't let the void in. Drown out the void with more content. When? 